if you chase riches you'll never be great but if you chase greatness you'll always be rich this is the only quote by alex that i could find would reach the closest to our today's guest born in allahabad which is now known as prayagraj one of the world's oldest known cities el arunachal grew up and did her schooling in dehradun regarded as a prominent seat of academia and literature after being brought up in the sylvan surroundings of the verdant doon valley aruna chose to make the capital city of delhi her second home a rich tradition of shero shayari and poetic literature at home courtesy parents who loved a range of grand masters from joffrey chaucer to mirza ghalib john milton to meer takir Robert Frost to Fez Ahmed Fez and many others set the tone for leading choices and refined Sunday afternoon engagements. It was this diversity that has allowed Aruna to write bilingually and pen verses in Hindi as smoothly as in English language. El Aruna Dheer is a recognized and national poll-winning corporate communication specialist, PR strategist and writer. Arunadhir is also the author of the best-selling memoir Hotel Adventures with the Stars published by Vishwakarma Publications. The book is being heralded as one of its kind memoir. Celebrities are calling it a collector's edition and the publishing industry folks are labeling it as a short short chart stopper. Today, Aruna is considered one of the finest and most highly followed international hospitality writers with columns running in top-ranked global hospitality publications named E-Hotelier, Hospitality Net, Bizcatalyst 360 and 4 Hoteliers. Her industry writings are syndicated to blue-chip global hospitality bodies and used as reference in case studies and hotel schools worldwide. Aruna Dheer is the first ever creative writer for Indian greeting cards giant Archie's Greetings and Gifts Limited. The milestone puts her in the league of Helen Stenner, Rice, Susan Paulus Schutz and Amanda Bradley. While with the company, she came out with several series of cards sold under her byline, an unprecedented feat that has not been repeated since. El Arunadhir also dabbles in poetry and has to her credit two titles of anthologies published and marketed by Archie's Greetings and Gifts Limited. The names are Love Never Changes and Friendship is Forever, published and marketed in India and overseas by Archie's. Aruna has been engaged in freelance work for Doodarshan, the Indian national television, All India Radio and Times FM. Academically, El Arunadhir topped at all India level in her PG diploma in public relations and advertising. Aruna has been a PhD scholar at Jawaharlal Nehru University, akin to an IB league in India. She has earned a senior management board certification from the Oberoi Center for Learning and Development in partnership with the University of Strathclyde, Glasgow, B Dimension Management Company. London and Asian Institute of Management Manila Philippines 
a freelance writer since 1987 with articles that have appeared in India's topmost newspapers and magazines Aruna is also a blogger a memoirist with works published on platforms like Medium and a book reviewer on Goodreads in her official and personal capacity Aruna has and continues to work on several social awareness projects people for animals earthquake relief national blind association pbta wspa change.org and pendicos name a few currently she is engaged in working on several fiction and non fiction book projects this is all about her how are you doing ma'am well nishree thank you so much for that wonderful wonderful introduction you know uh, you've been so kind and patient with it and you read the whole cv so thank you and i i it's such a pleasure to be on your platform and to be able to talk to you on your podcast i'm so looking forward to it so when i received your order bio and i was doing it i was like uh, there's nothing that i can you know people so because then these are the things that we achieve and on uh, after a lot of effort so there's nothing that should be missed and i was very keen on it okay so i think this time uh, we, we should start our authorish chat with so many titles and such a varied experience i would say the first thing i would like to know is how you juggle it all so well well you know i'm going to tell you three little stories three three examples and and then try and define how how one has managed to wear multiple hats and have a multi hyphenated personality uh, or, or a work profile really when i was growing up you know i i must have an internet standard and i i was uh, preparing to um, appear for the medical exam and there was this girl along with me from the same school who was also appearing for uh, the same um, exam, preparing for the same examination we went to a city to take coaching classes when we were taking a coaching classes unfortunately nishri during that period she lost her father and within one month time we were supposed to appear for we, the exam we were preparing for was afms um, post medical uh, you know examination and uh, she prepared very hard she kept her personal sorrow aside she kept the grief aside she prepared amazingly you know uh, well and she almost i think she she was the topper if not one of the toppers and she cleared the afms exam and uh, you know uh, uh, that to me showed purpose right i mean she had the purpose very clear she had promised her father that she will become a doctor afms the armed forces medical corps was was on top of her agenda and her father's agenda her father was an army officer and she delivered in spite of the hardship she went through a weaker person would have reeled under and succumbed to it then you know um when i was um, working for australian high commission as you've noticed in my cv i was the media relations officer for the australian embassy in india and the, it was a very hectic time you know we would start at 8 o'clock sharp 8:20 was a clock in time and we would you know put in the whole day but i liked to moonlight at that time in spite of a busy corporate career and and with so much to work on my corporate office table i used to be moonlighting as a radio jockey and as a feature writer for all the mainline publications of the country you know name it um, from times of india to hindu to the sun times to pioneer to frontline magazine to feminine i was writing for all of them now what one would do was you know after putting in a whole day of work in office 
and really spinning like a you know like a top and in the evening before signing out they just after signing out the official hours i would sit at my office table and write the script for my radio show then rush to the radio station all in the radio and and you know uh, sort of uh, headline my show there and then come back home and then you know because i had to submit an article i had promised the editor of the hindustan times and times of india i would stay up the night work till about 2 o'clock in the night finish my article submit it the next day and then go back to work as usual so that's that's i think discipline right you know that that plus the other part of how you try and get so much of work done very recently i was you know getting my delhi apartment renovated and we were doing it from scratch literally everything was you know broken and and sort of you know brought down the walls had been torn down the, uh, and i remember one time you know that i also work as an international hospitality writer with the number one ranked global hospitality publication hospitality net so i had to you know give up and i very much wanted to write that article it was a very meaningful article it was about employees that can make or break an organization and i thought that was a great valuable piece for uh, my my readers now at on that particular afternoon i had the painters working on my head in the room where my computer table was in the adjoining room the floor was being broken down because we had to put marble so with all that noise and the different kind of you know laborers working over my head i was sitting and clocking you know king away on my computer at the end of 3 hours in spite of all that hurly burly activity around and the surround noise i had finished my work so i call that passion right so uh, how do you get all that done you have to be disciplined you have to have a purpose you have to be passionate about what you want to do on passion rides another important trait and that's zeal if you're serious about something if you're enthusiastic you will fight all battles and you know get you know get go at your work Isn't Absolutely. that true? Absolutely. I cannot agree more because uh, yeah. these three things and uh, I suppose we, uh, being into a field wherein we do not have anyone to uh, supervise us, but then it is our decision that helps us reach and uh, make it in time, you know, meet the deadline. Correct. So, that is basically... Other, you know, Nishri, uh, the other thing is value. How much value are you putting into the work that you want to do? Is it so valuable for you that you will lose sleep of a night or a good night over it, or you will, you know, in today's times, will you really, really, how much of social indulgence are you prepared to shun from your life because your other work, your main work, is more valuable? So you will not waste time over social media, you know, uh, indulgences or, or you know, uh, excesses. So really, it it uh, it is the discipline that brings you time, it creates time for you. it's uh, you know um, it's it's purpose that is the vehicle that you sit into and drive towards your goal it's the passion that you know adds the fuel to your entire exercise so if you put all these together and you shake them very well and you you know, compartmentalize your work you can do a whole lot more which which yes. most of us don't end up doing right you should yes yes, yes absolutely and i i really salute to your time management skills the way you explained how you managed your shift and then your uh, you know you wrote your script uh, for the radio show and then submitted your articles you know these are three different things as i mentioned in the question itself there are so many types of set of vast and varied experience and as you mentioned yes it comes with discipline plus your time management skills which are Pro, I would say. <laughs> and passion, 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 passion is the most important. I think. 
Yes. If you're passionate about something, you will always make time for it, no matter what. Yeah, I remember I had left for two hours for a month when my debut book when I had decided to you know come up with a book at the time of my debut book release. So that one month I will never forget in my life because I had compensated a lot on my sleep. After that, I had some health issues, but then uh, the joy of holding the book in hand that nullified everything. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and such a such a big achievement to be able to have birth a book baby. You know, or any creative work for that matter. So your book is a collection of memoirs, and uh, I would like to ask you why did you feel the need to write memoirs, a collection of memoirs? Well, it's it's a memoir, and it's it's uh, you know it's based on my experiences. I've, I've worked as a communications head with several wonderful hotels in the country, such as the Oberoi, the Hyatt, the Imperial, and uh, through my hotel career. In fact, even before that, I've had the pleasure of meeting a string of you know very well-known names from different walks of life, from films, both Hollywood and Bollywood, from the field of sports, from the field of literature. Arts, culture, music, politics, what have you, and they have been some absolutely fantastic exchanges, uh, you know, interactions, uh, anecdotes around my meetings with these people. Now, I used to sort of, you know, come back and tell my family about these um, interesting, you know, meetings, and uh, and my my husband was so full up of it, you know, and he said that you have so many stories in you. Why didn't you tell it to the entire world? At one time, I was working for a very well-known digital publication, headlined by one of the biggest, you know, newspapers in the country, publication houses in the country. And I used to, um, the editor would make me write a lot of stuff on different kinds of topics, you know, on consumerism, on on uh, marketing, on PR, on how society is, a commentary on society and people and life, also on Bollywood. And my Bollywood pieces were one of the most, you know, highly read. People would, you know, really write, the, read, the, read them, leave comments about it, engage with the stories, you know, want to know more about it, um, and and you know, I was writing pieces like, who's the best public speaker in Bollywood? Who are the best known villains in Bollywood? Who are the best dressed, you know, Bollywood actors, and so on and so forth. And that created a lot of interest in the readers in my huge following of, you know, readership. Uh, one time I wrote on Salman Khan and I was badly trolled and then everybody said you've arrived now you know you are being trolled which means you're an established writer well that's a joke really but anyway there was sort of engagement so um, you know that again gave me a lot of, lot of sort of impetus in wanting to tell my stories to the world and then I chanced upon my literary agent you know somebody called Suhail Mathur of the book Bakers when I, you know, shared a couple of stories with him, he says, "No, you, you're sitting on a gold mine. Let's get the book out. Let's, you know, tell the stories to a waiting batch of readers." And that's how Hotel Adventures with the Stars came about. You know, it's it's a it's a collection of 24, 27 stories uh, out of my meetings with 27 celebrities, ranging from you know uh, Bollywood actors and actresses to well-known sports people like Vijay Amritraj and Kapil Dev. To you know, personalities like Kiran Bedi and Menaka Gandhi, to musicians, very well-known musicians, you know, to authors like Kushwan Singh and Ruskin Bond. So really, that's how the book came out, you know, and came about. And now, of course, it's really a life of its own, each really. 
I read every review that you share on your social media, and uh, I have been looking forward to get my hands on your book as soon as possible because uh, it excites me. I am not someone who will go openly and talk to them, but if somebody sharing their experience, that excites me a lot. Not everybody would have it to their life or have the privilege to a conversation with them, but if, if somebody like you is sharing. It could be you know the first hand experience that we could have about the celebrities. Absolutely, and one thing that you know I, I've been constantly getting this feedback from the readers, literally now that the book is out and about, and like I said, leading a life of its own. People are also, of course, there's also lot, lots of you know, big dollops of nostalgia in the book. I talk about times you know from our 70s and 80s and 90s and the early 2000s. So that's resonating very well with the readers. You know, it's, it's very, it's a very happy thing to go back and relive nostalgia. Yes. Because you all want to relive our past, right? That brings a lot of happiness and peace and calm and and rejoices us really. The other thing what people have been telling me is that there are these little life lessons strewn all around the book. You know, life lessons from somebody like Kushwan Singh or somebody like Ruskin Bond or Kiran Bedi, who's been one of the tallest figures in our in our you know society. So these these things people have been picking up and and really noticing and and learning from and relating to, and that I feel is is a, is a wonderful outcome of of, the, of this memoir really. Absolutely. Um, I would I, I personally feel even if one person tells you that they enjoyed reading your book, the mission is accomplished. And here you are sitting, getting a review on a daily basis. So I think the purpose is totally best. You know, naturally, one of the um, one of the uh, reviews, the lady, I I wanted to gift her a copy of the book, and she said, "No, I'm going to buy on my own." Now that's a rarity, you know. I mean, how many people would want to buy your book, right, in today's world? So she said, "I want to buy your book because I'm a I'm a you know avid reader. I love books. I love the premise of your book, and I want to you know I want to uh, you know pick it up myself." After she had read it, she did a fantastic review. And the last thing she wrote was that when I turned the last page of Hotel Adventures with the Stars, I felt that I had made an, a friend forever in the author. And that that's that's a fantastic, I think, you know, emotion to get from a reader. I have to read this review. I have. Moving ahead, uh, I would like to ask the authors of recent times, like including you, we crave uh, about you know shortage of opportunities. I would suggest you. So guide us on this a little bit. I I assume that most of us these days living in 5G speed times right now, we want everything instantly. But uh, you know, I have read your introduction and you started writing in 1980. Since then, you have been so. So tell us how is it possible to reach not to reach even if but to you know stay calm and wait for opportunities. How that process is overall. You know, when you uh, when you want to become a writer, um, there is there is a gestation phase of becoming a writer, right? You start young, you start small, you take baby steps, and then you grow on from there. And also, you know, you have it's very important to pay your own bills as well. You have to be a self-sufficient person, right? Now, fortunately, unfortunately, writing is not a very well-paying profession as of now. Uh, okay. If you want to be an author, you know you 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 will not be making stacks of money to begin with. You get onto that point, you know, at some stage in your in your writing life cycle, but you don't begin with that. So, if I talk from my experience, I've always been a working person. I was always doing something, and side by side, I was writing. 
when mm-hmm. I became um, when I was already in college I was working for uh, the country's one of the you know biggest regional newspapers as their feature writer and and columnist when I was you know doing my uh, MPhil and PhD I was working for Archie's as their creative writer uh, and then and so on you know I, I continued writing so you have to really hone your skill and create a base for yourself you have to make sure that you are you are considered very good in your profession you have to you know create that skill base and and sharpen your skills you know so much that your writing is is uh, taken notice of and you have places where you can contribute and then if you want to become a full fledged writer you have to be patient you know uh, and also look at other streams where you'll be able to earn money from you know allied uh, functions and there are quite a few these days you can become a content writer uh, i know of a fellow writer who made so much of money becoming a on becoming a content writer that he was able to buy a house in bombay for himself you know just on the basis of being a good content writer for a couple of digital platforms uh, and international platforms he used to write for uh, you can you know uh, become a, a copywriter with a with an ad agency or a pr agency or a you know you can become a screenwriter a screenwriter is a well paying job i'm told I'm, i'm yet to taste that 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 area of work but i'm told it's a well paying job so as a writer you can look at that function as well you can become an editor or a sub editor with a publishing house you know or a magazine or a literary magazine you can try and become if you're, if you're very much younger in this profession you can become a author's assistant and that's a wonderful role to get into because you know you learn so much more on the job right uh you can also you know become a if you're experienced you can become a writing mentor or coach uh, or you know start your own writing blog or channel and try and monetize it so there there are a whole lot of allied functions that can go on and contribute to your uh, main profession and uh, once you establish yourself and you bring out a quantum of work uh, you know and then you become and you and you develop a certain fan base for yourself and a space for yourself under the sun i'm sure you become a very successful writer even monetarily not just sort of you know um, you can both recognition and commercial success as well i really look up to these uh, pointers i have made a note of them and uh, i will try to work upon these uh, advices that you have given us my next question to you would be what has been your strategy to promote your book you know when my first set of books came out literally years back in 1999 i had uh, launched my two anthologies that you have mentioned in the introduction already uh that time we went the traditional route you know i had a fantastic launch at the oberoi hotel i called a celebrity like we to bury to come and launch my books and so on and so forth and we had lot of you know mainline media coverage this time i wanted to approach the matter differently this time my focus to begin with has been on digital marketing i am doing it on my own as of now and i have gone for social media digital marketing and in my case also what has happened is that when i put out a thrust on social media the book is you know so well liked that a lot of word of mouth is also happening i did not expect it like that but like you said you read every review there are so many people in the social media you know diaspora who have been reading reviews who have been reading press interviews and have been buying books so uh, it's a combination of social media stroke digital marketing and word of mouth in my case as of now so i would say the match made in heaven because uh, most of the authors they uh, jumped jumped into writing books 
without any previous connect or network and then they find it difficult to connect correct yes correct but then having I want to tell the young uh, writers that you know to don't be foolhardy with your money with your hard earned money you know or or, or your parents resources uh, do the make the efforts on your own first then you hire a marketing agency or then you you know you you put your money into a into somebody who's just demanding an x amount of budget from you first make your own effort it's your baby it's your child put your very best in you know highlighting your baby out and then you look at you know hiring somebody to do your marketing services that's my question was uh, very that is very much related to what you just mentioned as you mentioned digital marketing which the hashtags and all the algorithms these uh, social media platforms are running on once you put something related to your book and the hashtags automatically you know route many paid book reviews to your profile so uh, what is your take on paid reviews for your book if, if somebody approaches so how is your way of dealing with it Yes, you know, it, it's a double-edged sword, Nilshree. Uh, you know, while uh, the first expectation and the hope and and the ambition is to get as many re- organic reviewers as you can for your book, that that is the best outcome, right? When when people like your book so much that they pick it up and also not just read it but also review it. Uh, there's a lot of slip between the cup and the lip when it comes to reading and reviewing. A lot of readers might just pick the book and not review. And I'm guilty of that myself. You know, I've read so many books, and I'm supposed to be reviewing, putting the review out. That that's one thing that you know you must when you read something, always put a review. It helps the author, it helps you, it helps the publisher. So really, it keeps that ecosystem alive. So reviews are absolutely crucial. But also, what happens is that with Amazon and a lot of these, you know, companies, they they thrive on reviews. Uh, so much, and like you said, the algorithm works in such a way that it it it, it attracts you to, or it it you know asks you to get more reviews. So that that's a very uh, thin rope, you know, that we have a tight rope that we must walk on. Decide it's a necessary evil these days, the paid reviews. But decide how much you want to, you know, how far do you want to go, and and then create a balance for yourself. Really, I totally you know appreciate your response uh, to this one about the paid reviews because. Uh, I would say it's a fish market these days, and it really becomes difficult to differentiate between an honest review and a paid review. Now, I would like to move ahead, and uh, this question would interest you a lot. That's what I feel. So these days, you know, food blogging and uh, writing reviews for hotels is very common. But you have been like, so what is according to you? What are the pointers that should be, you know, picked for a hotel to be in a good care? You know, it really goes down to the basics. If you get your basic right, you know you are a good hotel. And uh, you know you have to. You really should know what your guests want. There, there has to be outside-in thinking, and then you go on and you know market your wares to your guests. It really, like I said, goes down to the to the very simple, basic bottom line set of parameters. to be a good hotel are you the first one is very crucial in this post pandemic time and i'm 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 taking a bold sort of you know opinion and calling it the post pandemic time hoping that the pandemic and and all the havoc it created is you know behind us it's past us now in this time you know you have to be very conscious about cleanliness and hygiene that's really really one of the most crucial now no matter what uh, tier hotel you are 
what is your star level what is your size you are a mammoth hotel or you are a single sort of establishment whatever you may be you have to focus a lot on cleanliness and hygiene and make sure that your guests are safe on that quarter once you've done that you know how comfortable do you make your guests your guests have to feel comfortable you know do you offer a good room do you offer a good bed is your you know linen great um is your you know set of furniture making the guests feel comfortable so you have to be able to you know apply serve you know offer a lot of comfort to the guests technology there's the third point it's absolutely important these days everything works with technology and the higher technology you can offer the better it is do you have a free wifi because people do half their work uh, or more than half their work you know and their pleasure from just the palm of their hand you know so are, are you are you uh, you know offering great connectivity and uh, heightened connectivity for guests to feel you know absolutely at home uh, with with your technological offers so that's a very important aspect do you offer good food and and good drinks you know and and also a variety of them so uh, you know you have to make sure that what you're offering is, is something that guests would you know have great memories of once they have you know come and stayed with you and gone away and and they keep coming back to you for what you have to offer you know um and then another important aspect is service how great is your service you know um also safety and security let us not you know short change the value of safety and security in today's times when anything can happen anywhere anytime uh, and half the world is you know crazily battling with each other a safety and security in public spaces and in establishments hotels is a very key factor yet another is health and fitness how great are the avenues for health and fitness at at your hotel you have a great health center a great fitness center a great spa you know a set of you know wonderful qualified professionals who offer those services so that's another important point i think and you know if you're a good hotel if you're a good and that applies to any company you have to take care of both your employees and by that i mean you have to take care of your both your internal and your external employees if you take care of your internal employees very well nishri they themselves will make sure that your external employees are happy and satisfied so if you take care of all these parameters you could be a single story hotel you could be a mammoth you know gigantic establishment you could be anywhere in in any part of the world you will be considered a great hotel and people will will keep coming back to you i have a friend who runs a chain of hotels and very recently he's opened uh, india's first eco tailor he has started um, uh, you know eco hotels in a shipping container he has transformed a shipping container into a hotel uh, and and he's calling it the eco tel because it's, it's an ecologically friendly hotel in agra and people are loving that concept because he takes care of all these things you know it is that he is making beautiful gardens around his property there is lot of activity that people can do around you know within his hotel uh, it's a clean hotel great staff great food great technology great service and uh, people are talking about it already and he has a chain of return customers so if you take care of all these things you automatically become a good hotel and something that people you know uh, want to come back to and recommend to others as well and that's great advertising for you right
good customers talking well about you is great advertising which is better than any kind of paid advertising uh, i say that hospitality industry is by the people of the people for the people and when the people quotient is so high errors are bound to happen errors happen with configured machines also so pe- people are more prone to making mistakes right so it's okay bad experiences may happen errors will happen but you have to be so sure and your systems and your sops the standard operating procedures and your training has to be so sound that you're able to come back and rectify and rectify in a stronger fashion so much so that you know the guests they they go along with you they see your effort they appreciate your effort they they sort of you know are happy with the counter offer and and life goes on so uh, it's okay uh, but you have to try and work hard so that you genuinely conscientiously honestly come back with a great service uh, to undo the you know error that that may have occurred absolutely thank you for that awesome description on hospitality uh, let us move ahead the next thing uh, i would like to ask you is uh, what does literary success mean to you that's that's a very good question a very interesting one you know um and and i'm going to give you a short answer if you look at my goodreads page literary i say in that you know i have i put in my saying uh and that's how my goodreads page opens i say that as authors we must plan to leave a rich legacy of literature behind and why because while we are mortal our books will live forever so you really you know owe it to yourself and to your readers and to the world that you have lived in to create a rich body of work that will last forever and you know last longer than you have lived yourself so as authors i think we owe it to ourselves uh, i want to you know be able to continue to write to the last breath there are some writers you know kushwan singh i give his example ruskin born over 500 books he's going to just celebrate his 89th birthday on on 18th may i think you know he continues to write even more so than he wrote more voraciously than he wrote before you know he's much more prolific now uh look at shobha deshi turned 75 um you know and there's so many famous authors who continue to write till the age of 80 90 uh and and, and writing is one profession that you can do till till your very last breath you know if your other faculties are sound if health wise you're you're fine you're fit you can continue writing there's no retirement age for writers and i would right. like to sort of you know have that kind of life nearly really you know and then you know when you take on a profession like writing you want to be able to produce you don't want to write fact nursery you don't want to write sensational stuff you know you don't want to write just for the heck of it you don't want to do commonplace writing you want to be able to write you know valuable meaningful productive rich literature something that will bear value for a whole lot of people uh something that will resonate with millions and millions you know a sea of people really and i would like my work to be read by a whole lot of people you know i i'm not one of those writers who want to write for their own i think every writer wants eyeballs every writer wants appreciation every writer wants a bank of readers so really i i would want to be you know in those shoes this has motivated me enough because uh, it has been uh, a while my last book came in the year 2022 in the month of may 
and since then because of uh, orthopod and many other responsibilities that i have my personal writing like specifically my books have taken a back seat but now i'm motivated enough and uh, even i would like to write till my last day <laughs> absolutely absolutely we owe it to us ourselves you know if if we have the yes. gift of writing uh you know we have to we have to be able and also we have to write something which like i said you know it has to bear a lot of value for the readers we have to try and you know and value could be different value could be as uh, meaningful and as profound as life lessons it could be as simple as you know creating joy for somebody uh you know um, bringing humor to them uh creating thrill for them you know putting them on a uh, new adventure so value is you know the definition of value changes but but you really have to bring yes. out you know valuable uh material from from the might of your pen i really believe in that absolutely i absolutely agree to what you have said and one one point i want to make here is that when you i was just listening to a session um you know at uh, an old session of jaipur literature festival uh they were talking about uh, barriers of and boundaries of language and they said that they should not be boundaries of language because language is something which which can really you know uh, welcome people with open arms you know it creates bridges it does not create barriers it creates bridges uh when you choose the profession of a writer please make sure that you you know also develop a skill for writing in the finest of language you know don't bastardize language don't write in um, uh, unappealing language you know it could be simple but it has to be nice and refined and it has to flow well so keep the richness of language as a important tool in your armory and write with that and write with gusto then absolutely what a piece of advice this is because uh, as i as i have asked you i would like to share what literary success means to me so my reader base is really very small and what happens is uh, when someone says that uh, you know we found it relatable and it was easy to read we did not have to run for a dictionary or we did not have to google some word because we understood it in the first book so i feel like because i am someone who when i was seeking for books i used to feel like uh, you know poetry is very heavy for me i should go for something lighter so if i am able to create something which is relatable to others that i think would be the literary success to me absolutely but also i must tell you that you know uh, if in parts readers have to run to the dictionary to check out a word and learn a new word you are doing great service i mean look at shashi tharoor yes. you know he writes so profoundly so richly so magnificently and yet at the end of hearing his session or reading his book there's always a bunch of new words that you learn yes. and that, that that's a fantastic thing right that's education yes, so that is i went to using good words if they are more suitable words which are uncommon and you mm-hmm. feel are not as simple but are little difficult do not shy away from using that because you are also recreating the passion for flipping through dictionaries in the new set of people the new generation of people which yes. is forgotten so it's so easy everything is on the uh, you know google fingertips yes everything is on the on their palm that they uh, i still have my websters and i cherish my websters and you know there was a time when i would really mug up words and memorize them and try and use them in my language and that that i think fondness for language and words has to come back i feel yes. and yes. if you, i think and do that that that's a great work forward 
because these days even uh, you know we are so used to using slangs and shortcuts of words that a proper spelling of the word uh, you know hardly people remember it that is what has happened it's uh, i'm going to use a typical I, word here it's anathema for me that's something i really despise and hate I, i seriously hate it you know Isn't in spite it? of auto correct uh, popping up every now and then i have that yes. habit of typing it myself because i want the joy of writing it myself true true absolutely absolutely that's right okay so i would like to ask you my next question which is uh, please tell us the most precious or memorable review that you have received for your book who is it by and why do you find it very precious you know uh, you've noticed it yourself i have been uh, the recipient and the beneficiary of very uh, you know great sort of emotions from readers i did not realize hotel adventures with the stars would get so much of love and attention from readers and they would write such magnificent reviews you know right from the heart and that's very special So there's one that stands out and that's from the well-known actor called Dr. Akash Khurana. You will remember him as the father of Amir Khan in Sarfarosh and he's mm-hmm. you know acted in several movies is a he's one of the strongest character artists in our country today. He's a very well-known director. His latest movie was screened and launched at the Cannes Film Festival in France. So really uh, and he's also a a corporate professional you know he's been ceos of different companies he's an entrepreneur he himself is an author you know he's just released his new book uh, and he had this to say i'm going to read out very quickly and why i like his uh, reviews because he read the whole book he grasped the essence of the book and he you know uh, identified with my writing and look at how precious his review is he says hotel adventures with the stars is an anthology of delightful episodes To use parlance close to the author's own domain experience, Aruna's Hotel Adventures with the Stars is a smorgasbord of a wide and diverse fare of delightful and honest tales. Juicy, spicy, bittersweet, tangy and savory, laced with ample doses of nostalgia and profundity. Or it can be likened to a pavlova cake that is crisp on the surface cracking in pace with a soft heart and core layered with delectable meringue like stories richly filled with fruity allusions and nutty encounters miss dhee's writing style displays an earnest energy that comes from her affinity for detailing lived experiences and the relish with which she uses her repertoire of words i mean i i read his review and it and it sends goosebumps through me You know, he's talked about my hotel experience. He's talked about my fondness for language, my you know, uh, uh, my love for vocabulary. He's gone through my you know entire uh, uh, book and talked about nostalgia and how the wit is you know intermingled with thrill. How sort of emotions are intermingled with you know heartwarming stories and life lessons. I think that that's a very composite and wholesome review. So that that's my favorite very literary. mention of so many food items i am already hungry because <laughs> juicy spicy tasty and everything oh my god and my mouth is already watering i need to grab this book as soon as possible <laughs> and then he gives a reference of pavlova cake one of the yes. most delicious cakes we had yes. so, you know great what a great you know uh, analogy is uh, yes, He has absolutely aligned uh, his choice of words with the theme of the book, that is hotels, absolutely. and you know, absolutely. yes, yes, <laughs> right. 
okay so we are coming towards the end now and i would like to request you to leave our listeners with one message and one piece of advice for all the authors i have the same set of advice for the listeners and for the authors for the listeners my advice is read 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 you know reading is the cheapest form of travel you don't require visas you don't require expensive flight tickets you don't need to spend exorbitant amount of money to you know stay in fancy hotels yet you will travel to you know uh, with you you travel outside to foreign lands uh, some some places in the world that you will never even dream of going to you will travel to you know all parts of earth in fact you will also travel to the universe through our fantasy novels right so it's it's really it's it really makes you you know gain wings and then you also travel when you read books you travel to you know you travel deep inside to to the to the core of your intellect and imagination and you yourself you know uh can bring out and dream up and create such fascinating stories just because you are a avid reader so reading definitely and you know uh also you know if it's such a uh i feel that reading you know every great person that you know of it could be a thinker it could be a scientist it could be a writer it could be a leader all of them have been very avid readers so if you aspire for greatness you know be be a reader be a very fond avid um, you know happy uh, voracious reader uh, barack obama president abdul kalam even mahatma gandhi they all have been you know very very keen readers um, you know look at look at the body of work written by the greatest philosophers and thinkers like socrates plato and aristotle socrates was followed by plato Plato was followed by Aristotle, and look at the body of work they've created just by re- you know reading their uh, the previous generation or the, or the previous thinker. So re- reading is really special, you know. I was also uh, you know listening to another episode of JLF Jaipur Literature Festival, where in session was Sanath Mukherjee, who's a great author now and a very established oncologist. You know, he's a cancer specialist, and he was uh, his his books are very well read. Uh, he's considered one of the most important writers today and he was talking about getting inspiration from a writer like another great writer like amitabh koch and he was recounting passages from amitabh koch's book so you know uh, so read read and when you read you know also inculcate the habit of reading in your family and friends so that a happy circle of readership begins oh. and why is reading so important you will ask why because you know when you read it helps you ideate it brings you a bunch of new ideas reading you know also offers you fresh perspectives into things right reading improves your personality reading brings you education so much of it much more than any other thing would you know not even academia well academia also is part of reading right but just reading and reading a widespread of you know array of books is the best education you can ask for and when you read you become a very good public speaker too and when you combine all these you know factors you become a very good sound successful professional no matter what your profession is so just by reading you can bring all that benefit to yourself so i i think as 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 for your listeners reading is absolutely important 
uh, for uh, advice for your writers again read 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 you can only become a very good writer by reading you can improve your own skill you can improve your own art you can refine your own craft by reading the more you read the better you become at your writing uh the more you read good stuff the more qualified writer you become and one last advice for both your listeners and readers find a mentor you know and it could be a living person or a dead person but find a mentor uh given your bent of mind given your goals given the journey that you want to you know uh, craft for yourself find a mentor whose steps or a bunch of mentors from whom you can get inspired all the time who motivates you who rail you back on your track every time you get derailed and who inspire you and uh, whose life you can emulate not emulate really but learn lessons from you create your own life you know but but you learn lessons and you get inspired so those would be my last bits of you know two cents for the readers and for the listeners and for the writers that is a very wholesome advice for both the categories of people i would say and they uh, i'm actually short of adjectives and words in general because uh, this has been a very fulfilling conversation i would say uh team author report wants to thank you for taking out time and sharing these pearls of wisdom with us today it was an absolute pleasure and delight to talk to you and uh wish you multifolded success with your future literary ventures and here is one request to our listeners we are looking for contributors for our july 2023 edition guys so if you haven't participated do participate if you are uh, confused as to what are the themes and prompts they are on our website and the link is in the description you can just click it and visit our website and for our future editions and podcast episodes stay tuned thank you well thank you nitri thank you for inviting me to your wonderful platform your energy is infectious you're doing a great job a great service for the world of reading and writing uh keep talking ahead and and keep doing all the good things that you're doing and all my best wishes for you for your role of a writer as well all the very best to you and to all your listeners means a lot ma'am thank you very much it was my pleasure thank you.